Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome one last time to Hey, Jeff, a podcast about Survivor. Until March 1st, I guess. I guess we'll be Hey, Jeff again before we're ever Hey, Julie. Yeah. We'll be Hey, Jeffing it up. No no celeb BB this this uh, January. The celebs got too expensive. CBS, like every other company, is like, we need to start trimming the fat. And that starts with the Big Brother Celebrity Espresso Machine. <laughs> starts with Todrick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think what it is, though, there's like no Olympics for the first time in a number of years. Yeah. There's no nothing to counter-program against. I have an idea. Yeah. How about you counter-program against yourself? <laughs> yeah. Bet on yourself. <laughs> People will watch that instead of, you know, Law & Order SVU or whatever. I would take a winter regular Big Brother, but just if, if LA is too cold and that's the problem, oh my gosh, Danielle. set it in Hawaii. It was like four, it was like in the forties in the in the mornings oh. when I walked the old the old pupper. Yeah. Sorry, I said pupper on live television. Does the uh, dog wear a jacket? You dress big. She in a doesn't jacket? care. No, she doesn't okay. care. I do have numerous jackets. <laughs> she needs a jacket if it's raining. She refuses mm. to go outside if it's raining. Wow. But cold, she's like she don't care. Okay. Has she ever seen snow? Yes. Loved it. Okay. Okay. Loved cool. it. That's good. Um. As always, hi, welcome to Hey Julia podcast about Survivor and stuff. Um, tradition, time honored tradition. Danielle and I wanting to tape a podcast shortly after the <laughs> finale of one of these big <laughs> reality competition shows. And then being like, actually, I'm busy this weekend, and I don't know. So, so <laughs> it's, it's like the holidays. It's, it's the holidays. Six days after the Survivor finale, and here Tuesday night, December twentieth, we're doing it. Open up your advent calendar to ten. Here's a. This is five. such. There's a Julie. There's a Julie pod. Such a random time for us to record too. We're usually recording like in the afternoon when we're both peppy. And full of our second cup of coffee of the day, at least I am. Now it's like nighttime and I'm ready for bed. Danny is sweet. <laughs> I was watching The Best Man Holiday before we started recording. Great holiday Is that the film. new one or is that the... No, that's The Best Man, The Last Dance. Like the last, it's the middle last, one. I think they one. made one more after this one. There's the... In addition to the one that's coming out? Oh, maybe. Okay. So this, so that new one maybe is the latest one, the la okay. but it was like the best man. Then it was the best man holiday. And then, yeah, yeah. there's another one. Yeah. I just, I, I was not aware there's a best man extended multiverse. There and is. <laughs> tell you what, watching football this weekend, they were like, yo, there's a new best man movie out. Well, one Apple, of the characters what? is. Apple, what? There's no blue people in this movie. We promise you. Wait, did you see Avatar? No. Why not? I first of all, I've been incredibly busy. Okay. Second, I I don't know, man. I don't need to pay fifteen dollars to see some blue people kiss. I want to see it desperately. You know why? I support a bitchy director named James Cameron. <laughs> I support him being a monster. I watched this great. He did a GQ interview. It's like half an hour long. And then the, within the first five minutes, he's like, let me tell you what a little bitch Leonardo DiCaprio was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so good. Wasn't Leo like 16? Like, wasn't he a yes. minor? Can we give him a, a break for like being like, I'm cold? He will. It, it was. 
It was that he had an attitude when he came into audition. He was like, I don't read. I don't audition. Like, I thought this was just you giving me the part. James Cameron was like, no, honey, you have to read from 1995, 1996, Leo. He wasn't like an unknown. He's hot off of like basketball diaries. Yeah. And Gilbert Grape. He's like so incredible in Gilbert Grape. Like I'm sure maybe some there's like probably like an ableist take about like why maybe it's like a offensive performance now. Right. But you see that movie, you're like, holy shit. He's a great nine year old Leo DiCaprio is an incredible actor. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. So I just I support J Cam. So I will be seeing that film. I. The only thing I care about, first of all, I just found out the other day that Vin Diesel is in an upcoming (laughs) Avatar movie. (laughs) So I just want to see what a Vin Diesel (laughs) Avatar looks like. Vin Diesel, Um, who we should thank for bringing Brittany Griner home. What did he do? He posted an Instagram that said, I want Brittany Griner home for Christmas. And then she, like the next day, they announced that she's coming home. Putin's on the uh, extended Marvel verse (laughs) Instagram accounts. He follows everyone. Bradley Cooper, (laughs) Zendaya. Yeah. Uh, I think Kate Winslet isn't. We'll talk about Survivor eventually. We will. It's a week later. Yeah. I think Kate Winslet is in one of these Avatar movies as well. I don't know if she's in this one. And I'm very interested because I probably have shared my Kate Winslet takes on this very podcast that I think she's like the most over-sexualized actress. Oh. Her and the, what's her face? Who's in um, the, the the show at the plane that crashes? Oh, um, Lost? No, the other one. Girl <laughs> Lost. Girl Lost? Oh, Christina Ricci? No, not her. Oh, Melanie Linsky. I think Chris, I think Melanie Linsky and Kate Winslet are like, if they need like a soccer mom who fucks, those are the two <laughs> actresses that go, that they go to. So okay. I'm just interested to see, is Kate Winslet going to be like a middle-aged mom avatar who's like mm. also like very kind of like sexually available to like maybe like a young Patrick Wilson type. Wow. Wow. I, you're just thinking of little children. That's just your only. I love the movie little children. <laughs> I know. So much. I know you do. <laughs> but like, but even like Mayor of Easttown, even Mayor of Easttown, everyone, sh- she's shooting cheese whiz into her mouth and everyone's like, I got to kiss Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. She had the young cough in love with her. She had Guy <laughs> Pierce who was there for one episode. <laughs> Oh, Mare of Easttown, what a show. <laughs> Great show. Have you heard of Slow Horses? Yeah, I watched the first season. I uh, Yeah, I liked it. Okay. All right. Well, someone else, my mom, recommended it to me. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, you know, it's a good parent. You know, everyone's going home for the holidays. Yeah. You need something to watch with your parents. Maybe you watch something more avant-garde or experimental. Or maybe, you know, they don't watch uh, Love Island or whatever the hell is going on. Yeah. Slow Horses are good. It's like a pretty like it's like an adult but not that adult like spy show uh gary oldman's in it he farts a lot and there's like, a lot of <laughs> farting in the <this> show <laughs> so like everyone's good everyone's do, good for the do holidays they at one point say the title of the show in the show i don't know okay there's not like it's some not monologue. about it's not about horses okay they're like spies it's like it's like they're the shitty spies in MI6 or MI4? Mm. What's what's the in English CIA? Is it five? MI5 it's MI5. 
Oh, who's MI6? Is that's that a- Mission Impossible 6 coming oh, soon okay. to a theater near Ghost you. Ghost Protocol, <laughs> part nine. Uh, there's like the regular MI5 office and then there's like the shitty ones and they yeah. are in like a separate house like down the street and Gary Oldman leads them and they're like, but of course, like a case comes their way that like, uh oh, the shitty ones. Have Only to they solve. can handle it. Only right. they can handle. Yeah. Uh, it was. I like the first season. Uh, I'm going to check out the second season. All right. Well, there. Good to know. If you came to this podcast for a review of Slow Horses, the show starring Gary Oldman, available on Apple TV Plus, <laughs> you got it. Um. Should we? I have one more television review. Yes, to, to do streaming, and then we can talk about Survivor. I would love to hear. Sorry, it. audience. I watched a television program on Netflix, but um, mm-hmm. the red envelope yeah. called eighteen ninety nine. Okay, are you aware of this? It is not in the Sheridan verse. No. It is not a mid. It is not a sequel to eighteen ninety three, nor a prequel to nineteen twenty three. It is the newest show from a bunch of German fellows who made Dark. Did you watch Dark? No, I tried watching Dark. I watched the first season of Dark. First of all, it was incredibly (laughs) dark. I watched the first season of Dark and I loved it. It is my exact brand of like deep sci-fi, lots to think about, lots to chew on, lots of people being sad. Yeah. I tried watching the second season, and there was like such a delay between seasons one and season two. It was like two or three years. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Who, wh- first of all, what happens in the show is so fucking confusing, not to mention that they're all speaking German, which I'm not fl- fluent in. Yeah. So I was just like, what? Everyone's name is the same. I don't know. I don't know anyone's name. Exactly. Whatever. The names I remember really pissed me off. <laughs> Anyways, new show, 1899. It's multi-language. It's multicultural. Like, so that's the, the first interesting thing. But I want to come back to that. First of all, I support multicultural everything. Thank I support glo- support globalism. But I'm going to yes. have a complaint about it in about five <laughs> minutes. Uh, they're like on a boat and like fucking speaking of like islands and boats and like sp- spooky stuff is happening. They're like on a boat and like something is wrong. And there's like a sort of sci-fi, uh-oh, mind-fucky element to it. Okay. The show was horrible. The show was mm-hmm. Mystery Box, J.J. Abrams, whatever the name of that show is, Girl Soccer Lost, Yellow Jackets. <laughs> it was just like karaoke of like, and now something creepy happens. And now, so and like none of the characters talk to each other in any sort of normal human way. Like, okay. there's like, a, okay, they're all on a cruise. They're on a, not a cruise. They're on a boat from like Europe to America in 1899. For a little, An old timey Yeah, well, it was like, <laughs> it was like a plane because it was like yeah. full of immigrants, like people from like Spain and England and Scotland and whatever immigrating to America in 1899. And like, meanwhile, there was a ship a, a similar ship full of immigrants that had like disappeared and no one knows what happened to it. Did it sink? Mm, did it whatever? Yeah. So like, okay, obviously like that's what the show is about is like they, they find the ship obviously in the first episode and they're like, Oh, spooky stuff is happening on it. So none of the characters, much like lost, much like all these shows, none of the characters speak to each other like human beings. Like someone will be like, what's going on? And instead of like explaining it, they'll be like, why do you need to know? <laughs> and there was 
just nothing happened in the show. All the characters speak different languages from another because there's like a bunch of Spanish characters. There's a bunch of there's like a Polish character, and there's a Chin- there's a pair of Chinese characters okay. who are pretending to be Japanese. There, there's like a, so much going on with language in the show. And every Is that single the scene, real meaning of the show? I don't know what the meaning is. Is it like Babel? I'm never, never going to watch another second of the show. Okay. <laughs> every scene is like, hey, can you help me? I'm stuck in the, the boiler room. Yeah. And the first line is, I don't understand you. You're speaking Polish. And then the second is like a mystery box answer of like, well, it's, we can't discuss this right now. And it's like, you're on a fucking boat. Like, you have plenty of time. Wait, is the first line literally, I don't understand you, you're speaking Polish? Yeah, they're constantly saying, the characters are constantly saying to each other, like, I don't understand you because you're speaking a different language. And then the scene just continues and they do understand each other. And it's like, okay, what, what is it? Which one is it? It's Babel. (laughs) Whatever. Didn't you see Babel? With, um... Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett. Yeah, with that scene with the the young girl and the nightclub. That was good. That was a good scene. <laughs> you will, of course you remember the nightclub scene. <laughs> <laughs> I love nightclubs. It's like we just cannot understand each other, whether we're speaking the same language or not. We do not. Okay, understand so it's each like other. that, but yeah. it's like a spooky mystery boat full of mysteries and like maybe like monsters or something like that. Yeah. It was just, it was just like the karaoke of like every element that you've seen from 20 different shows. And it ends with like a creepy needle drop of like a Jefferson airplane song. Like, you know, go ask Alice. That's go ask Alice. You yep. know, it's like a song about like doing drugs and taking LSD and stuff. You mean white and it's rabbit. Like, <laughs> but it's like, Oh yeah. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> she says, Alice's restaurant. <laughs> Not Alice. Oh my god! Fourteen minutes later, uh, it's like that. It's like that, but it's like, of course, the like modern like emo girl like r- cover of that song. Mm-hmm. Yes. and you're just like. Fuck this show so hard. So, anyways, sorry. I will not be wait. watching it. This you, show all was... you had to say was it's the second <laughs> triumph of the guy who did Dark. <laughs> People like this show though. People are like, "Oh, it's a mind fuck." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a mind fuck because nothing fucking happens in the show." Like, Here's what I'll awful. say: Sometimes I don't want my mind to be fucked. Sometimes I want my mind to be made love to. I want my minds hand to be held. Oh, yeah, I want yeah. my mind to be talked into bed with a I, warm cup of tea and honey. I want my mind to like, just like be like really close to another mind. And we just like feel each other. And like our yeah, foreheads are, are, touch, our foreheads are touching. <laughs> <laughs> so get out of here with that. I don't need that all the time. We have so much to talk about today. Um, we also want to talk about the Golden Globe nominations because those <laughs> came out like nine days ago. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm most excited to talk, talk about anything except for the finale of Survivor because I okay, only let's... I have a very limited amount of things to say about it. So first and foremost, I accidentally I watched the Survivor finale on Saturday, like yeah. four days after it came out, and I still managed to spoil it for Danielle, who had not watched. But it I yet. don't care. I don't care about spoilers. I watched it last night. It didn't diminish my enjoyment of the episode, knowing who won. Okay. Maybe it actually made made it made it make more sense for you because yeah. I watched the finale and for two hours and forty-five minutes I was like, Cass is gonna win the game. I mm. don't Cass is gonna win the game when 
it was clear that the fourth and fifth place finishers were going to be Carla and Jesse, the actual two strongest players in the game. They were going to take each other out. I I was like, this is Cass's to to lose. Like, and this kind of almost it made sense from like an edit editing perspective. Like we've had a we've had a couple female winners in a row who from a, a big portion of the of the show, you're like, wow, this person's like kind of barely there. And then all of a sudden, like Erica yeah. wins and you're like, well, yeah. yeah, she's great. She actually, yeah, completely and, and completely deservedly deserve, you know, deserves to win. Right. So I was just like really confused because I watched that whole episode and then it's like Gabler, 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 Gabler. And I'm like, all these people voted for Gabler at the end, yeah. even after this. I understood it like a little bit from the final tribal council, but I was mainly like, I, I, I really kind of didn't believe it, and I'm fine with him winning. But it was just, uh, it was kind of just like a little bit of an underwhelming winner for me. And I think uh, at, at the end of a kind of an underwhelming season for both of us, a hundred percent underwhelming season, and he like. He clearly has a really good social game. Everyone at the end was taught like, and even the way, obviously the whole thing about giving the money to charity or to the VA or whatever. There's a lot to talk about there. We have a lot to talk about. It's a wonderful thing to do. It's also like, of course that's what he did. I loved that Jeff was like, does this mean you're rich? Like why? (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's like, can you take me? Can I sleep over? (laughs) <laughs> I know. Gabler's mom has the good cereal. <laughs> Let's all sleep over at Gabler's house. But also, the, to just go on a different way for a second, did you notice he and Carla had a fi- final moment together? Oh my <laughs> lord! The sexual tension. Not since like Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac have like last been on a Zoom call has there been so sexual much. tension between Carla, like. Carla is like, choke me, daddy. Snuff me out. I live for this. I want to die at your hands, Jeff. But so is Jeff. Jeff is playing uh, right back it. into it. He's feeling it. Maybe, you know, maybe Mrs. And I Brooks thought, is back in LA or whatever. He, you know. They always look, we always comment. Of course, they always look amazing once they leave and they're in jury. But not only did Carla look amazing, I was shocked by her sense of personal style. Not that she ha- has one at all, but the, the type of style, I was like, oh, she's like really cool. Carla's a fucking icon. Yeah. Usually they're all like pretty and sty- like stylish, but I mean, she looked like a cool, extra cool oh, Brooklyn chick. Absolutely. I want to be <laughs> friends with Carla. I don't think I've ever seen someone dress that cool on yeah, a Yeah, because usually the glow up is like they took a shower and they maybe they shaved. Yeah. Or like, or maybe they put on a little bit of makeup or something like that. But like, but from top to bottom, she was like, she looked cool. And the entire time, like we've seen Carla, like, like every other Survivor contestant, it's like they're kind of just like wearing sweatpants and underwear and like look completely like garbage. So you don't know what their style is. You don't know. Unless if they have some sort of prop, you know, it's like the one time there was one time where a guy wore a blazer, <laughs> like, and then they have to wear the blazer all the time. Cause it's like that guy, he's the blazer guy, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, they have that one prop piece of wardrobe, but no one really had that this season. Like Gabler had his beard and that's pretty much it. Um, I think he's a fine winner. He made a comment where he was like, like 
as if this season was iconic. You know, it was. I think it was when he was g- talking about giving the prize away. He was like, "That's just the type of season this is." Like he was talking the season up. Like this move was befitting for such an incredible, epic season. And I was like, "Well, that's where you're wrong, Gabler." Yes, it's a very nice thing to do, and it's obviously unprecedented. Hasn't happened before, but like this season was not iconic. I. Want to preface what I'm about to say by being like, obviously, please give a million dollars to veterans who are suffering from mental health issues, everything, physical issues, mental issues. I support it all. I actually got a little bit upset during the episode about it because the way, and I want to blame it on the editing first, and then I came around to it, because the way the editing of the final hour went, Gabler does a direct to Cam and he's like, by the way, if I win and I'm going to tell everyone, if I win, I'm giving all the money to charity. And I thought, and then his first question in tribal, he says something obviously about how pro Gabler you should be, you should vote for him. And he says something at the end, like you're going to hear more reasons why you should vote for me later. And I was like, he's going to fucking say to these people, if you vote for me, I'm going to give a million dollars to charity. And I got really upset at that. I was like, that is really, I thought that was really unfair. First of all, it didn't happen. So I'm getting upset at nothing. And I obviously, the way it happened, I'm very happy with and fine with. And I think it was like a beautiful moment. I got a little misty during it, but like, I got upset for a little bit, just the way they presented it. I thought they were going to like, let Gabler just say, hey, if you vote for Owen tonight, that means you hate America and you hate soldiers. Right. And I was like really upset that that was going to happen. And I kind of got like pre mad about it. I'm glad it didn't. But I I was like, I, I was really concerned for a bit that there was like, this was going to be a completely taint the jury and completely like get in the way of having any sort of legitimate ending to the season. I'm glad it didn't happen like that but i thought if he had said it and maybe he was stopped by producers maybe he told producers what he was going to say beforehand and they were like no like we completely do not have a legitimate ending to the season and like a lot of like just the ethical legitimacy of this competition is completely thrown into question uh if you do this and it was like and it made me think of the zach rance clip when frankie said in bb16 that he was going to donate all or a huge portion of his thing of his of his um, winnings to charity and Zach Rance that goes into the DR and he's screaming and crying. He's like, <laughs> give him the money now. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad, I'm glad of how it went in the end. And obviously it's a completely like beautiful gesture, but it was a little bit dicey for me watching it at first. Well, it's tough because it's sort of, it isn't because clearly he's, true to his word and that's what he's going to do he doesn't need the money so he is actually going to give it to charity but like it's tough because it is kind of it's not using production as strategy luckily it wasn't strategy at all but like if he had it would be a weird sort of precedent to set it was a little bit our girl paloma who was like oh man i figured out i hacked to be 24 <laughs> 4d chess 4D chess, 90, 90 checkers. If you, if we all agree to split the money now, then we all make. And let me win. Yeah, yeah, let me win. We all get like 108, (laughs) like like 80K. (laughs) 
I'll invest. And actually, <laughs> no, we won't all get it. I will invest it in your individual businesses. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The they should have taken her up on it. <laughs> R.I.P. Our girl. We do. Okay. Wait. I'm sure there's more to talk about. But we also did get some survivor questions that I wanted to make sure. Sure. Yeah. Of course. I so, have. This one ties into exactly, this is from Each Linear and ties exactly yeah. into what we're talking about. So Great. I just want to yeah, put this in. Great. How do you feel about players donating their winnings? Would knowing someone's plans for the prize money impact your vote as a juror? So it's such a great question because, yeah, they talk about this on BB all the time too, where it's like, I need this money because I'm going to help my aunt out. Or like, I, you're like, I need this money more than you because you have a successful business. I'm just a waitress or whatever it is. Like they play this card often in BB. Would it impact my vote? Me personally? Yes, it would. It would make me want to vote for the other person because I'd be annoyed. <laughs> it I know, would work exactly the opposite I, way. That's exactly how I felt. Like, I don't know what Cass's job is or whatever. And I don't want to know. I just know <laughs> oh, that she didn't like, try oh, to guilt me into making her designer. vote. I thought she was like a yoga instructor or whatever. And... um Owen it works in college admissions. Like I, I, I doubt he's making 150 K there. Like yeah. Gabler's a fucking heart surgeon who lives in Idaho. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does fine. Oh my gosh. I would be, I would be fucking pissed. Cause like, say Jesse got to the end. Mm. Are you saying that like a vote for Gabler is more means more than a vote for Jesse who has, been extremely clear from the the get-go about his intentions, about his life story, about growing up with literally nothing and almost, you know, being either dead or in prison. If he was going to continue down the life path, he was, he got out of it. He moves to North Carolina. He has a family and he only cares about his family yeah, and supporting them. And it's like, well, if you voted for Jesse, then, you know, you support the Taliban. Like, like, yeah, right. I would, I would have been, I, I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. I, IRL, and I wouldn't have known. I think it completely fucks up the legitimacy of any vote if the jury knows in in advance what the plan is. And I'm, I'm very glad that they didn't know, or at least yeah. they didn't show us that they knew. Yeah, but exactly. I would have been pissed. I would have been like you. I would have been so fucking pissed that I would have voted for it. Like I would have voted for Owen. We're bitter. We like to pretend we wouldn't but, be bitter, but we're bitter juries. But then I thought would have gone through my mind like, do I really want it to be like on my wiki page forever that Brett vote, <laughs> they voted against veterans? <laughs> like, yeah, nine, yeah, eight to one. Everyone supports <laughs> veterans except for Brett and Danny who uh, support support every country that's not they were America. cheering on 9 11 <laughs> oh my god i saw them on the rooftops <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, i and then the first part of this question i said i don't care if he donates the winnings like oh. people can do whatever they want that's the thing you can donate it you can use it to buy eight million surfboards like i don't care what you're doing with winnings it's your money you earned it do whatever you want yeah no that's fine if he's if he's comfortable enough in his life he doesn't really? need he doesn't need six hundred thousand dollars could go for him or you know that's 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 good i'm just glad that at least how it was portrayed that nobody knew in advance because i think it would have really really tainted the the ethics and the legitimacy of, of, I of any vote. i agree i have one thing i a small thing to bring up of course so at the end 
Gabler is like, I'm so hungry. I'm starving. You know, they show him like really getting the meat out of a coconut. Yeah. You know who was eating actually pretty good? Who? Cass. Well, she's so skinny. But she kept winning or being brought to yeah. like the, <laughs> the celebratory dinners. And so I was just thinking to myself, like, Gaylor's really starving. And they make a big deal, of course, about how like they're, they're all starving. They aren't sleeping well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Cass has eaten pretty damn good, actually. She's been the, the through line of usually on the luxury dinners and prizes. Good for her. I mean, I feel like she, wa- she wasn't that hungry. Maybe she, I'm sure she was like peckish. Yeah. But every time I saw her, she was eating like a Belgian waffle. <laughs> and <laughs> so, she looks like she shops at Arafuan. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like it's that big of a departure for it's her. It's like, I'm paying $50 for a vegan jar of Alfredo sauce. I think she showed up to one of those luxury dinners and she was like, actually, I'm vegetarian. So right. I'll just have the vet. Like, I don't I'll want the, the burger. I don't want to split the bill. If I'm getting a salad and you're getting a burger, I don't want to split the bill. Yeah, let's just get separate checks. <laughs> um, so, um, the tribal. Yes, I think Cass is making a pretty good case for herself. Yeah, and she's talking about you know the thing she was part of. Meanwhile, Gabler is like. Every time Gabler, like, hey, talk about like something you did strategy wise, he's like, I got Ellie out. He fucking hates Ellie. <laughs> yeah. There's no and he's like, lost. yeah, that whole thing about like me like dropping the hint about, about Ellie, y'all bought it. Yeah. And Cass even had the, the what I thought was that, I thought this was the dagger. I thought this was it. I thought it was over. Gabler kind of talks about, it's like, hey, I haven't, nobody voted against me. I was in alliance with all you people. And she goes, do you think people didn't vote for you because they didn't perceive you as a threat? And I was like, oh, that's it. You're done, mm. Gabler. But what did I know? I think the one I think the thing that at least happened last in the in the tribal council and, and the and, and maybe what swayed folks was like she cast sort of took credit for it was either it was that double eviction or it was like Ryan and James went home and she like she kind of said it as if she had a sway political sway and how it went down and then it was actually gabler and like cody and jesse saying actually no we decided that it would be ryan if x y and z happened so right. i think that might have been the one of the things that, that blew up bit. her face yeah but she, but also she didn't know it wasn't like she was lying she just kind of like yeah did, exactly. didn't have the full context around it yeah it was like i i was sort of like if that's the moment that lost it for her it's kind of a bummer I thought she did great in choosing to bring Owen because I was like, why is Owen? Why is Owen here? Because <laughs> like, they got to take three people to the end. Like I know they got to take three. And, you know, clearly they couldn't bring. Well, Jesse lost. But like he was a front runner. He was like if he if it was her Cass, Gabler and Jesse. Don't you think Jesse would have won? Jesse. Yeah, Jesse would have won. I mean, the reason, like, I think that we spent so much time, like, saying goodbye to Jesse and everyone gives him a standing ovation. It was like, because no, I think everyone very it. much recognized that he was going to win the game. I forgot that he got a standing ovation. Yeah, and like, they spent all this time with him, like, he's crying and, and this and that. Like, people really loved his story. I mean, it was a good story. And, you know, yeah, political science major, what's he going to do? Oh, my God. 
Right, yeah, write a write a poem. Write an, write an attack <laughs> ad. You didn't Can vote you go for work at McKinsey. Yeah, <laughs> like Danielle's mm. running for mayor of Toronto. It's like <laughs> Danielle wants to be mayor of Toronto, but in Survivor Forty Three, she didn't vote for the man who would who's going <laughs> to give a million dollars to veterans. Damn it! Do you want this person to be mayor? Vote for, Jesse. <laughs> vote for me. Uh I have a couple of like little rando things to talk about. Okay. Fun things, really like fun yes. podcast things. CBS. Heard of it? Big company? Question mark? Yes. At the end, Answer. they're like, yeah, they're at the end, they're like, hey, do you have like shout outs? Do you have questions? Do you have comments? <laughs> and then they're like, hey, JulieBB at gmail.com. No, they're like, Survivor <laughs> shout out at gmail.com. You couldn't get like people work at CBS. Like people work at CBS. I'm sure their email address is like I'm like L Moonves at CBS.com. They probably right. canceled that one. But you know what I mean? People work at CBS and their email address isn't at gmail.com. They couldn't just make survivors shout out at CBS.com. <laughs> They didn't want to buy any more of the packages. They had to get a, They had to get an eighteen year old. Be like, shit, we forgot. Can you make a Gmail account really quick? See <laughs> survivor shout outs. I have a little thing. Yeah, um, of I'm. I'd like to present the Danny Award for best juror reaction cases goes oh to Janine. Oh my God. <laughs> Janine, I was like, why is she so she just was like going nuts in the audience. She was like, don't forget about me. <laughs> just was, her reaction faces were insane. Well, the thing was, I think the big one was when she um the the bracelet. The bracelet, when it was like clear she was like clowned by trusting fucking Dwight. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. No, that was good. She had some, but it was throughout the episode. It was, that was the really big one. But throughout the episode, they'd cut to her and she'd be like wide eyed, stunned, or she'd be like laughing, shaking her head. It was just like, you know, that was? You know featured extra in a Hallmark movie. You know, that was BB24 Andrew, aka <laughs> yes. Kyle, like doing the YouTube thumbnail face. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> um, They're on the they're on like a barge or whatever about to do a uh uh one of these challenge things. And Owen says to Gabler, why did they first of all, which why did they include this? Owen says to Gabler, hold your pole. Gabler says, Yeah, good idea. Like why did we need this moment? Other than they thought it was funny <laughs> to have someone say, Hold your pole. Yeah, I, I, I think not, that's it. That's I will it. not believe any other thing. There's a couple, you know, they were like, we have 30 seconds, not even, we have seven seconds to fill in this episode. Oh, I really liked that poll moment. All right, let's put <laughs> it back like, in. hold your poll. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah. Idea. it is a good idea to hold my poll. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I think also most importantly, we had a, a promo for season 44. Which I rich. actually did not see. Oh, God. It didn't show on mine, on my, uh, how I watched it. Crave. Fuck the Crave app or however you're watching it. <laughs> so there is a Survivor 44 promo. Do you have anything about Survivor 43? I just think, you know what? Congrats to Gabler. Um, 
and I love Carla and Jeff. I stand them. They're oh my, my OTP. Uh, and I hope they have a beautiful life together. It was truly a middling season. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that. Get Carla, get Jesse, get Noel on, you know, season 50. Like, yeah. Almost we're due for another heroes versus villains. Yeah, we, yeah, we're, we haven't had returners, and I well, I guess we've only we've only had three seasons since we've had returners. Yeah, we had an all returner season on forties on forty. Right. So no returners doesn't look like on forty four. All right, so what season is forty four promo? This is like a trailer. It's like a trailer because mm-hmm. there's like a guy climbing a rock by himself. Okay, and he's like, it's just, it's just like usual, like platitudes about like believing in yourself and pushing yourself to the limit right (laughs) and then he like jumps off the rock into the ocean and he's like would you doubt me even if i had one arm but he like had two arms (laughs) well is one prosthetic i don't know it was just weird the way it was like i was like what's going on okay (laughs) um someone's a gay dad great love it yeah here for it Someone is a former NFL player and flies planes as well. Same person. Got it. Someone has read all of the FBI interrogation techniques. Okay. How many are there? There probably are many. There's only two more things I have to mention. Okay. There's one no, part. No, I meant techniques, interrogation oh, techniques. Oh, techniques? Just one. <laughs> water, yeah. the, the, tor- the competition <laughs> water in Survivor torture. where you have to like be underwater. Yeah. Okay, um, go ahead. There was one part where they're like, Jeff's like, medical, stop the competition, medical. So there's like, there's going to be some medical. Okay, there's going to be like good. that like Australian nurse who's like, I think you should walk it out. I'll put <laughs> yeah. a bag bandage on it. <laughs> and then someone's like, I'm here on Survivor. I'm here to do all the Survivor things. I'm here to not eat food. I'm here to do competitions. I'm here to make fire and I'm here to poop in the ocean. Hmm. And that was it. That was like the that was like that the was button. included. That was by the, the same button. people. That was same the people button. who did the poll poop, is <laughs> ocean poop. So I don't know. It's like I watched the season and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a middle of road season. And then I see a bunch of like strangers I've never seen before, and I'm like, who are these people? They're not my friends who I'm just saying goodbye to. But also, I'm like, right, kind of excited for it. So there's no one who is the pull up champion of the world. Um. No, not that I'm not that I'm aware of. Maybe the one armed okay. guy, if he even has one arm. Something about the way it was shot. I was like, I don't know if this guy's one arm or not. Well, we'll I feel see. Like they would show it. We'll be watching. So when does it premiere? March first, twenty twenty three. Okay, that's gonna be here before we know it. Before we know it, away. Um, I want to bring up something to your attention. I hopefully you watch this trailer. It's a trailer called Milf Manor or a show called Milf Manor. And <laughs> no, I didn't. Miles actually. on Twitter said, I need Danny Mop and Brett oh, Raider yeah. to watch yeah. the premiere oh. of this. Yeah, sorry. I, it kind of went in one ear out the other, but okay. I've absolutely <laughs> watched the trailer for Milf Manor. So Milf Manor is about eight sexy older women. In mothers. Marks. <laughs> mothers. Who have adult sons. These aren't mothers to like toddlers or like me, you know, like they're my not like they're baby. Not Dan, they're not I am they're a not milf, a milf but like Dan. Danny yeah, is, a, exactly. is a very eligible I'm a milf. young 
teen mom milf. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> these are their kids. These kids have gone. They're they're grown. You know, they're out they're, of the house. These women are all in their at least late forties. At least. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say like late fifties. But I don't know. But they're you know they're keeping it together and they're horny and they're not afraid to tell you and I support that. I support they're all women like Real Housewife type. Yeah, women, right? They're yeah. not. Again, they're not like Danny. No, but they're horny like Danny. (laughs) (laughs) So they're just like, like a good 30 seconds of the trailer is them being like, I need to get laid. (laughs) Like they're adamant. Can I say that on TV? You know, like (laughs) that. Exactly. But so the whole thing is like, they're on, they're sexy, they're single, they're MILFs, they're on the island in the tropical paradise. And then they're going to meet some young, hot guys but then when we see them when they meet the guys they're shocked and appalled and so everyone on the internet is guessing it has to be all of their sons yeah which is like i don't see any other option that's what i said to to you like someone sent it to us i watched it and that was the big that was the end of the trailer was like the, the the kind of like opaque sheet goes away like you see all these hot guys you see their silhouettes and the sheet goes away and these women (laughs) are like what the fuck and it's like the biggest twist like you've never seen in a thing or whatever so it's like yeah they have to watch the other like horrible cougar women like fuck their adult sons i guess right yes so for some reason somehow the casting director of this show found eight milfs who want to date younger guys and who happen to all have adult sons who want to date MILFs. And also, like, kept this as a secret from each other. Because, like, okay, I'm just, like, we'll just play this out. Like, yeah, hey, mom, what are you doing this summer? Um, I'm thinking about, like, um, going on a television show for, like, eight weeks. And your right. mom is like, oh, that's funny. I'm also going on a television <laughs> show for eight weeks in Ibiza. <laughs> or, like, whatever. Like, how do you keep, like, if I was going on any show... If I go yeah. to like, if you have a relationship with your parents, if I go to San Diego for like that. a night, I'm like, <laughs> here's where to bury my body. Here's my will. <laughs> like, no, really. You're, as, this is your. This isn't like your cousin. This is your son. You're probably telling him if you're going away. Yeah. If my and if moms my can't mom, keep secrets. Come no, on. Of course. I'm like, God, no. They deal in secrets. They're secret dealers. <laughs> If anyone I know was like, you know, I'm going to um, the Caribbean for three months, even if they can't say the, like what the name of the show or the concept of the show is, like that's fine. But like, wouldn't it be weird if they were like, yeah, me too. I'm also going. On show. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you start asking questions? So I don't know. We don't know. We're just gonna have to wait and see when the show premieres, and I will be watching. I will absolutely be watching. I'll it's watch, on TLC. Yeah, I mean, listen, my hopes are not high. I really don't. This kind of January fifteenth. Oh my gosh, the my hopes aren't high for this kind of stuff. I really don't. I really do not like stuff with like like sassy middle aged women who like throw wine in each other's faces. Like, like I I'd rather just you know what? I'll just read. I'll just read tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, not I really, me. I don't watch Housewives. I don't watch Kardashians. I don't watch any of that stuff. So it feels like it's definitely a lot more in that vein. But, yeah, you know, if I could see one of these ladies be upset. There doesn't seem to be, be a fun. host. 
I would love to be the host of this show. <laughs> Let me just say like, that. You guys are all MILFs, but not as much of a MILF as me because <laughs> I have a daughter. Game over. <laughs> um, all right. Morgan Dunn wants to know, will Danny be reviewing Megan when it comes out January 5th? Obviously, Brett, I feel like you should see Megan. It's Danielle, not going to be that scary. I have plans to see Megan on opening okay, good. night. I have plans oh, to see Megan on opening night. M3 again. I was in New York City <laughs> this week. Danielle, I'm sure you're aware. They have like yes. video like advertisements in the subways now. Like it's not just like posters anymore. There's just like actual yeah. video screens everywhere. And they have Megan dancing on in Mayor Eric Adams Megan? subway system. Megan is going to make more money than, than Avatar, Avatar too. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick there's Wade. a bigger, there's a higher number in it. It makes sense. There's M three GAN. This is Ava two. This is Ava two. Way of water. Way of Megan. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see Megan's We're ways. Megan. We're seeing Megan for sure. <laughs> the Meg, more like the Megan. Vanika um, <laughs> <laughs> Thule wants to know. Barbie teaser trailer thoughts. I don't think it's something either of you are interested in, but it's going up against the new Chris Nolan film. Well, that's where you're wrong. Yeah, every filmhead is seeing both of these movies. Yeah, I would see. I would do double feature. I'm actually a little more excited about Barbie because it's more colorful. I don't like the Chris Nolan gray being like. I've created death. <laughs> I hold the planet in my hands. Like, no, it's going to be tough. I, I really don't think Oppenheimer is going to be that good. I, I'm going to see both. I think Barbie's going to be better. I'm going to see both. The interesting thing with Barbie is it's Fun. like they're like Lego movieing Barbie. Yeah. And it honestly, they need to do like adults only screenings there needs to be like the actual oppenheimer barbie double feature ticket <laughs> and they play oppenheimer first because like and you have to be there for both you can't just show up to the barbie half and you can't leave and you can't leave no, yeah. no which is fine because i want to see both movies because right. i don't want to see this movie is clearly a lot weirder a lot smarter a lot more tongue-in-cheek than like a movie that a bunch of moms are going to take their five-year-old daughters to like I don't want to be in the theater with like a bunch of young girls because I don't want to hang out with young people <laughs> at all. Like, but it, it, just, it felt like Lego movie where it's just like, this is going to be really subversive. It's going to be really smart. It's going to be really tongue in cheek about like what Barbie is. And it's like written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. It's like a sequel to fucking Squid in the Whale. Like, it's. It's, I'm hoping it's going to be like Barb and Star. Like, I want a movie yeah. to be colorful and fun. Is that too much to ask? Yeah, I'm, I I just am. I'm actually just a little bit confused from the trailer. I'm like, is this movie for adults? Like, is this movie only have like adult humor in it? Because I just sensed from like Greta Gerwig and like Noah Baumark, a pretty adult style. I think it's going to be writer, filmmaker. You know. My prediction is it's going to be like the Brady Bunch movies. The new ones from like 20 years ago? Yeah, the new ones from 20 years ago. <laughs> Where it's like, kids will watch it and kids will know something goofy is going on. But adults will really understand how funny it is. I have a completely stupid question. Yeah. Do kids like know what Barbie is and like care what Barbie is. Barbie is like, yeah, still yeah, a thing yeah. to young yeah, women. Yeah, Barbie's definitely still a thing. But like, is it more, shall we say, 
does it live in conversation? Is it like aware of like maybe some of like the poorer implications of like female objectification or whatever? Well, is it like in, in response to that now or is it still like she's hot? I think there are a bunch a of different. No, I think there's like there's always going to be hot Barbie, yeah. classic Barbie, if you will. But I think there's a bunch of different types of Barbies. And I think they all have the, there's just like, well, they always had a ton of jobs. So, yeah. I mean, I listen, <laughs> but, like, I'm sure a lot smarter people have written like actual like PhD yeah. dissertations about like what Barbie is and what Barbie means. Honestly, my only like reference point for Barbie is the episode of The Simpsons where right. Lisa like fights against the <laughs> Malibu Stacy and like meets yes, the yes. creator of it. And it's like, you know, kind of this facade. Yeah. Um, I, other than I, Smithers I, loves Malibu Stacy. He sure does. I think the biggest difference is probably like the body positivity movement has affected Barbie. So now you can get Barbies of different like shapes and sizes oh. and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not, we're not there yet because I'm a young MILF. So we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be seeing, I will be seeing Barbie for sure. And then I think that was it for questions. We had Should we get into the Golden Globe? Yeah. Yeah. Moms. Golden Globes took a year off. Um, right. Now they're woke, so it's okay. <laughs> I didn't know these came out. These came out on uh, December 12th, uh, I guess last Monday. Um, yeah. I didn't know these came out, but I they're always like an interesting uh, bellwether for like Oscar nominations. Like what's, what's going to be hot? Award season. Award yeah. season, right? And, but then they're also like half stupid and you're like, what? So we'll, we're just going to read through a bunch of these and, and yeah. And let's if either of us best... choose to be funny, then that'll happen. Right. On the pod. Let's start with best picture. So, um, already I'm upset. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, have like a, I have some thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Because I'm pro Elvis. I'm obviously pro Top Gun Maverick. Like, wow, did we realize this summer when we did two episodes about Top Gun Maverick, did we realize we were predicting a future potential Oscar nominee? We are tastemakers. Yeah. Tar, I still haven't seen it, but I'm fine with that. And even Avatar Way of Water, great. Elvis, I loved. Oh, well, here's the deal. We're talking about best motion picture, colon, comma, drama. <laughs> yeah. Elvis is a musical. I know. <laughs> I know it's not like a musical, like, Music Man or, like, West Side Story. Why wouldn't they trade it with Banshees of Inertion? I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Elvis is a fucking. I was like, well, wouldn't they just put Elvis in for best musical? Because, like, it's clearly going to win that category and it's like why is this nominated for maybe they wanted us at the edge of our seats but you know what though like the uh, it feels like the musical category this year is actually like relatively stacked because like in previous years they're like uh yeah um the tourist um yeah uh whatever (laughs) Melissa McCarthy's doing some fart noises in like they kind (laughs) of they have a hard time filling out five I'm pro Melissa McCarthy by the way I'm so pro Melissa McCarthy. Spy I'm waiting for her is comeback. Where has she been? Well, I don't know. Just hanging out. Spy is like one of the most underrated comedies of the last five years. And you know what I loved? Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Tammy guy. I'm not a Tammy I guy. loved it. It made me it. develop a crush on Mark Duplass, and that's why I think he's the best Duplass. Wow. Wow. Well, that's 
that's okay for me. I live I live in the middle of the spectrum between the two Duply. I know. The Duply. <laughs> so the best picture it's Avatar 2, Elvis, The Fablemans. Tar, no, that's what I'm mad about. And Top Gun. The Fableman. I do not know a single I know a number of human beings who have seen the Fablemans at this point, including Danielle, who has seen one half of the Fablemans. One, no one yeah. likes this movie. This movie's like everyone's like, this movie stinks. It's just like Steven Spielberg as like a rich old man being like, my life was hard too for a little bit. His life was weird. I'll give him that. It was a little weird. Everyone's life is weird. weird. It wasn't even that weird though. I mean, I guess at one point his mom brings home a monkey. That part is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. I want a monkey. I'll I see Avatar know. eventually. I'll see Avatar eventually. Maybe I'll see the Fable ones. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to see. I just have no desire to see the Fable ones. Tar is you, great. Tar is fantastic. And Top Gun Maverick is like the best film of the year. Yeah. So really overall, it's strong. It's just got the Fable ones really freaking dragging it down. And the Avatar too. Like, come on. Like, let's stop it with Avatar too. Like, people I'm sure it's good. Like, people, people love Avatar. this movie, but like... It, did okay and like it's avatar man like what, what are we doing we need to get to the next category because i can't believe you and i haven't discussed we love margot roby here okay we think i'm she's actually great. i have a take i have a take but margot roby has been in the two biggest flops of this award season babylon and amsterdam amsterdam so, was a flop did babylon, babylon hasn't to, come out yet Okay, but the reviews are not good. I, um, okay, I will say this. I have a couple things to say about Babylon, a movie that I refuse to see. Um, <laughs> Whiplash is very good, but Mr. Whiplash, the guy who made it. <laughs> Damien Chazelle. <laughs> Damien Chazelle. I'm not a Damien Chazelle guy. Because everything else he makes is not my tempo. Dude, La La Land is like the opposite of my tempo. I same did not. We are I, the haters of La La Land. It wasn't like, oh, La La Land was cute, but it wasn't as good as Moonlight or whatever. La La Land is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I I was like so violently upset at what this movie was trying to do. And it was just I agree. It was awful. And I and and then to bring it to Margot and this, and I don't know, and she's like, Chazelle's movies have this like arrogance about them. Like, I'm obviously like the hottest shit director, and it's like these movies mm-hmm. fucking stink. Yeah. Um, I I tried watching First Man because I fucking love outer space, and I'll watch anything about like people going to the moon. I'll watch any <laughs> yeah. movie about. I watch the movie about Brad Pitt going to the moon, and there's a Yoshinoya on the moon. Right. <laughs> and Astro, watch it. There's a Yoshinoya <laughs> beef bowl on the moon. And okay. I'll watch any movie about people going to the moon. <laughs> did you watch the movie about the moon falling? I did not on watch us? Moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this movie sucks. I turned it off halfway through. Um, Margo, <laughs> queen, beautiful, like I'm not, talented. I'm not strong. I'm not saying I'm against Margo. I I'm cautioning. I'm cautioning Argo, Margo's management and Margo representation. <laughs> I I'm afraid that uh, I'm afraid that like a ha- an Anne Hathaway mm. flip mm. public perception flip is going to happen. She's too overexposed, and she's always playing the same character. 
Well, it's just that she the only accent that she's learned American is like accent. a fake is like a fake <laughs> it's like Brooklyn. New York one is a yeah. fake, but it's not even a real Brooklyn one. It's like someone. It's like yeah. it's a New York it's like accent. How I sound when I do a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the accent of an un, of a non-American person being like, pretend you're from New York. Pretend you're in yeah. you're Mario's friend. Like I mean, I'll give it to her. The one time I heard her speak in her Australian accent, I was like, Oh wow, so that's what you really sound like. Cause I know she doesn't really sound no, like how in all those movies. I know that's fake. I she's the most Australian looking Aussie, whoever yeah, Aust. But yeah, I agree. I agree. She needs she needs better like people. I don't know. She needs to pick better things because I think she's really talented, but she can't be Harley Quinn in everything. You know? No, yeah, that's the thing. She's Harley Quinn in everything. And you're like, that's what if Christian Bale was Batman and everything, and he's in like <laughs> he's in like the movie about the stock market, and he's like the stocks, the stocks are crashing. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Why is he doing that? <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm not seeing. I will not see Babylon. Um, good for everybody. Uh, if it's the, as bad as people say it is, I will see it. Actually, <laughs> maybe Megan, <laughs> Megan Double Feature, um, the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, I I do want to see. It's that. on. It, it, like, it went on HBO Max this week, so I'm definitely gonna. I might watch it later tonight. Everything all, everywhere all at once. We love it. You like near 100 percent um, approval I rating. I had to go to bed. I'm sorry. Oh, you. I also you didn't don't like. It. like well, I don't like when I don't like when Thinking. movies have like this really downtrodden character where it's just like so it's too sad. Mm. Like that Michelle Yeoh's character is just too sad for me she at the is, beginning. Yeah, it's she's too downtrodden. Did you, so you and, didn't finish it? No. Oh, well, the like, point of the movie this. is like what a downtrodden piece of shit she is. there is like an act the end of this movie i I don't think it's like i don't think it's the best movie ever at at all uh, you know ever and i actually think i I only saw it once but i actually thought like the more you watch this movie the more grating it actually might become because there's so much fucking exposition in it because the plot is so crazy but i will say the last 35 minutes of this movie is like like what it builds to is so incredibly touching and it also there is a point to what a downtrodden piece of shit she is and it actually like completely ties to the theme of the movie and it makes like emotional sense and there's like a sort of emotional resolution and the dots are connected there but that is well, your complaint about the movie. I think that's nice. I just don't want to see the IRS be mean to her. Yeah. Like she's trying her best, you know? I yeah. just she's doing what she can. And I just that made me sad. So anyway, um, glass onion, whatever. Shiny I saw Sentence, it. I fine. saw it. I, li- I liked it. it. We'll see in a week when everybody else watches it. Uh it yeah. comes out like on Christmas or whatever. But I watched it. I really liked it. Like, is it like the best picture of the year? No. Um, it's like I, very much a sequel to Knives Out. Which is, right. Yeah. I can't believe it's a se- this sequel, whatever. They, it's really just they all wanted to go to wherever they filmed this movie. Yeah. Like a beautiful tropical resort. It's like the original Ocean's Eleven. It's like where they just made the movie because they wanted to go to Vegas. White Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Best actress. Hold on. And the final nominee is Triangle of Sadness. Did I do my oh, Triangle yeah, Sadness that. on this pod? Did I we talk about, about this? It. Okay. I we don't did remember whole anything. Thing about it. I don't remember anything. Triangle of Podness. Oh my gosh. Um, we have to like race through these next ones. We have to talk best actress. You think it's going to be Tar? 
The nominees are Blanchett and Tar, Olivia Coleman in Empire of Light, Which Viola Davis great. in The Woman King, Anna de Armas in Blonde, and Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. Hell no. I'm telling the you, Fablemans is she's clean horrible. Up. The Fablemans is going to clean up. I love Michelle Williams. I love Michelle. She's amazing in everything. My fear is that the Fablemans is going to clean up and it's just going to be a, a, you know. That would be just my love. on how old and white these Oscars truly are. They really are. I mean, that would be so depressing. We have, okay, listen, best actor. Here's the, something really interesting. Say these names and say the names of the movies they're in. <laughs> Austin Butler, Elvis. Great. Brendan Fraser, The Whale. Heard Hugh of Jackman, The Sun. Never heard of that. Heard of <laughs> him, I. never heard of the movie. I'm into movies. Heard of him, never heard of the movie. I've heard of The Sun. Bill Nye, Living. Heard of him, never heard <laughs> never of the movie. Heard. Jeremy Pope, The Inspection. Never heard of him, <laughs> never heard of the movie. The I inspection. need an inspection as like, what the fuck is this movie? And who is Jeremy Pope? <laughs> I'm sure he's a very talented man. I'm sure he's, like, I'm sure he's great in it. But I'm like, uh -huh. what? I mean, where's Tom Cruise? Where is oh. Admiral Bo Williams? John Hamm. <laughs> Bo Simpson. That'd be supporting. <laughs> Sergeant. <laughs> um. It's an A24 film. That tells me all I need oh, to know. God, yeah. All I need to know. Um, okay. Real quick. Real quick. Best actress, motion fiction, motion picture, musical comedy. Leslie Manville, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. That's like Margot a mom movie. I'm sure of them. <laughs> yes, it is. That one, who cares? Anya Taylor-Joy, The Menu. Emma Thompson, good luck to you, Ta Leo Grande. Okay. Heard of her. Never heard of this movie. I saw this movie. Oh my god! This Does, movie was a big Amazon Prime hit. Actually, did things work out for Leo Grande? It, yeah, they do. And he's okay. the, Leo Grande should be nominated. He was like a star. Um, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think it's Michelle. I think it's. I think actually the Everything Everywhere actors are going to clean up. Actually, if, it, well, if it's I not, they do. The they made me really sad. <laughs> No, okay. I think I think that movie's gonna do well, actually. <laughs> Best actor. Motion picture musical comedy. Diego Calva, Babylon. The worst picture of Daniel Craig I've ever seen. Everyone needs to go to the goldenglobes.com slash winner dash nominees page and see the picture they picked of Daniel Craig. He looks this is the worst picture I've ever seen of him. They make it look like he looks like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> does he not? Okay. I, I'm like the way the page. ears are sticking out. Oh, yeah. He does. It is a very weird. This is a terrible angle. You know what? These are not great photos because even because <laughs> Adam Driver is next, you know, looking cute as always. Colin Farrell, the way they shoot Colin yes, Farrell, like he doesn't picture. look like he has a chin at all. He looks, looks like, like a goes, penguin. He, he looks like it goes from the lips just straight to the neck. And he's it's an attractive terrible. man. These are terrible pictures. And Ray yeah, Fiennes Colin in the Farrell, Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Okay. I mean, should we get just supporting and then we'll call it, I guess. Okay. Best Supporting Actress Motion Picture, Angela Bassett for Wakanda Forever. Carrie Condon for Banshees of Inertion. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everywhere, Everywhere, All at Once. 
Dolly She's like in that movie more than just like being the mean IRS lady. Okay. Well, she's really mean in it. This one is um, this one is crazy. Dolly De Leon, yeah. Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. She's I think good she in this movie. It. She like doesn't have any lines in it until like the last hour of the movie, but she But like, it has that power change that she I think. She very is much so good. commands the final hour yeah. of the film. That was cool. I mean, I was also I saw I was just kind of scrolling through and I saw I was scrolling on a list. I, there weren't photos of it. But when I saw it, I just saw a list and it said best actress or supporting actress, Triangle of Sadness. And I was like, oh, it was the woman who played the model who passed away IRL. That was That's a nice thing. And right. she actually – and I felt she is just as deserving of a yeah, of a nominee. But sure. then I saw it was Dolly DeLeon. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. They fucking loved this movie because that is a – that is quite a yeah, performance to, to nominate. It's a really good performance. It's a very surprising performance. I'm glad she is nominated because people can like watch this movie and be like, what the fuck is this woman doing yeah. in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's good. It'll be yeah. fun. I, would, oh, I, would, sure. I hope she's the winner. I hope because they always do a little kooky win. I think it'd be fun. If she oh, wins. they always. Yeah, they do always give a kooky, a kooky win. I feel like give the kookier wins to like the TV shows. TV. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Carrie Mulligan, she said. I'm good for her. <sighs> Whatever. I, I have nothing against her, but I'm just like not into that movie. Brendan Glee. Okay, this is Best Supporting Actor motion picture. Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Inertian. <laughs> Barry Keegan. <laughs> I hope that's how you say it. Banshees for of Inertian. For the same movie, we'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt, Babylon, boo. He. Oh, I don't know. Ki Hai Kwan, everything, everywhere, all at once. But isn't he, he was like a young child star, He right? was short round in Indiana Jones right. and the Temple of Doom. Yes, yes, yes. If you watch um, the end of, I, I think he's going to win Best Supporting Actor. I think he's going to probably like win Best Supporting Actor throughout the entire awards season and completely deservedly. Like that character and what he does, especially in like the second half of that movie is incredible and he's like such a great story like he basically stopped he was in indiana jones and the goonies as a young as like you know 10 12 year old and then he like stopped acting and he like has been very um open about the fact that like he he just thought like being cast in movies was normal and as he grew up it was like no they were only casting him because he was like a cute little kid and then there weren't Mm. parts for like adult asian men and right. now he has this amazing part, and I, I, I hope he has all the success. He stressed me out. He really stressed me out in that movie. So, yeah, he deserves to win. <laughs> he had an actual effect on me. Um, Eddie Redmayne, the good nurse. Hasn't he... Haven't we had enough of him? Well, we've had way too much of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. That's oh, all we should get. I knew, should we I do TV? Two, two, no, I want to do... Okay, I want to do ahead. Best Director. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, what happened to it? It disappeared. Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. F- let me find okay. it again. Best director, Jimmy Cameron. He went to the he went to the sea with his little friends. Whatever. Yeah, he went to the sea. The Daniels for everything, everywhere. It, you know, great movie. Mm-hmm. Blows your mind. Very imaginative, creative film. Yeah, Martin McDonough. You know he's he's been there. He's doing this all the time with the Banshees movie. Stevie Spielberg, whatever. Congratulations, you made a movie by yourself. Here we go. Baz, fucking Lerman. Elvis. It's Baz's time. It's, it's Baz's, Baz's time, baby. Turn, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm ready for Baz to take to the stage for his thank yous. I, that's it. So that's all I want to say. Oh, that's the only other thing I want to talk about other than one other thing. Sorry. Best non-English okay. language picture. I don't even want to read the other nominees. I want to read one nominee. And that nominee okay. is RRR, which I don't Have you watched this movie, Danielle? No. It's on I've never Netflix. Heard of it. It's on this was like a this was like the most successful like Indian picture in America, like ever. It came out okay. and that actually had like a theatrical oh, I have release. Heard of it then. Okay. This movie is incredible. I okay. as we end the podcast, sit this movie's like three hours long and has an intermission. I cannot talk more yeah, about no, how fun and amazing this movie is incredible. It's like I mean, like everything happens in this movie. There's like fights, there's songs, there's dancing. Yeah, I there's love that. romance. There's like it's a film. It's a real this movie. movie. This is an ep- this is like an epic. This is like yeah. I, I hope this movie wins this award. I hope I'm, it wins I could use like that in my best yeah, at the Oscars. This movie needs all of the attention, and and it's on Netflix right now. So I I, okay. I hope people watch it. No, I'm really glad you brought that up because, um, yeah, I have heard of it then. And um, I need a good all around, just like fabulous feature. You you sit down and you watch this movie. Just set aside three. It's going to be a long one, but it is going to be yeah. a fun one. And I, I promise you, like, you're going to have a great night if you watch this movie. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your questions and comments at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. You can still send them there for now. It's still it's still running, the site. Survivorshoutout also... at gmail.com. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. They both yeah, go wait, to the same spot. Yeah, wait, we did get spot. an email. We got an email oh, yeah. and it had a question and I should have read it. It I was about Survivor. I can pull it up right now. I got it. I got it. Okay. It's from Natalie Baker. So thank you for writing an email, Natalie. And she said... I am not living my mermaid fantasy. <laughs> I was crushed after Jesse lost to Gabler in the fire-making challenge and felt confident he would still get the unofficial Sia award. What makes Sia more problematic? Her ASD-centered movie with zero neuro- neurodivergent perspectives or her not announcing that she will give her annual prize to Jesse? So to explain to Brett, because Brett's have, not up to date on Sia. I have no idea. This, like, this question is like in a completely different language to me. <laughs> Sia is a huge survivor. You know the girl who does like, I want to swing from the I know who Sia is. Yeah. Okay. So she loves Survivor. And mm-hmm. every year, she cuts a personal check to someone on Survivor who she thinks should have won. Who she <laughs> it's cut like a the check consolation to? prize. I don't remember. But she like, okay, I, I feel like it's like 50K or something. It's like a good amount of money. Um, but so she, I guess she hasn't done it yet this year. And that is very problematic. Oh, she gave but, she gave it to Drea last season, the season earlier this this year. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't know. He doesn't know if there's one for this season. She hasn't done one yet. Uh. She, yeah. I guess. Um. I don't know. So yeah, they call it the CEO Award. Um, and then she made a movie, I think it was called music and it starred the little dancer girl that she's always working with. And it's about a girl who, yeah, it, it um, has autism, I think, 
but people found it very problematic. It flopped big time. I feel like that was punishment enough. You I know? remember. I remember when that happened. I don't have enough details about it to talk about it. Uh, I don't. But yeah. I remember when that happened. But I was reading this, and it's like this award. This email had so many things going on in it. It was like. <laughs> It was like Mermaid Fantasy. Mermaid it was fantasy. like the Sia Award. Sia's canceled <laughs> for something completely different. I was like, what? Thank you for the email. We love you. But like, I was love so it. confused by it. I sent it to Danny and I was like, I didn't know that I was a spoiling survivor for her. But I was like, can you translate this into dumb person English, which is what I speak? Yeah. Um, well, we love it. It was a great email. Thank you so much to Natalie. And yeah, as a reminder, people can send us emails all the time. All the time. Email is open 24-7. Yeah. And we just thank you so much for listening. What are we going to pot about next before Survivor comes back? We don't know. Award season. Other movies. Yeah, we'll like, see a bunch of movies. The sky's the limit, baby. We'll see a bunch of other Milf movies. Manor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff.